It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Brady Trantham, your host and your man for all things Oklahoma City Thunder. I've been covering the Thunder since 2014 and since 2018 with 107.7, the franchise in OKC, 107.9, the franchise in Tulsa. That's where you can find all my Thunder stuff, everybody, thefranchiseok.com, completely free, Really simple. Just go to thefranchiseok.com for all my Thunder columns, blogs, and thoughts. Also, follow me on Twitter at BradyDoesSports. Please, please do so. I would appreciate it. That's where I post all my other podcast links, all my articles, columns, thoughts about the Thunder, news about the Thunder. It usually all goes there. So follow me again on Twitter at BradyDoesSports. You can also hear me on Saturday mornings with John Hamm, Jerry Ramsey, and Madison Morris, who I also do my other Thunder podcast, the OKC82 podcast. You can hear us on the Thunder Franchise Insider Show Saturday mornings from 10 a.m. to noon. If you're out of the market, please download 107.7 The Franchise's app. It's free. Not trying to sell you anything at all. But if you want to hear the four of us talk Thunder basketball and NBA hoops and you're out of the market, go ahead and download that. It's really easy to use. You just download it, hit the play button, sit through a commercial, and then it starts. Now, wasn't able to put out a podcast on Friday. Apologies, everybody. Got swamped with... Uh, practice that day and it went a little long and then Chris Paul had a uh, charity event that I had to go to locating a court with learn the learning tree foundation it was really cool it was a really cool little event uh, Chris Paul is always excellent to talk to so I wasn't able to put out a podcast on Friday I didn't get home till about five or six so just felt the need to skip out on it so we will talk a little bit about Russell Westbrook's return to Oklahoma City it was everything that I hoped for on Thursday going into the game uh, that I said on the podcast Thursday afternoon. It was everything and then some from uh, just a, a fan of basketball, from a native of Oklahoma, from a somebody who lives in Oklahoma City. It was everything that you could have asked for, and especially if you were a Thunder fan. The Thunder win going away and dominate the game, and Russell Westbrook has 34 points. Uh, but overall, just the atmosphere was incredible. 
everything that you could have possibly asked for was incredible. And um, Russell Westbrook, even in the post game, showed his human side. He showed his human side pregame and postgame. It was just a it was a wonderful sight to see. Uh, fortunately, I had written about Russell Westbrook, the human being. Uh, the day of the game, and it really showed itself. Sometimes as a writer, you either hit something well or you just completely miss, and that day I'll give myself a pat on the back. So I'll go ahead and play some uh, Russell Westbrook audio from the post game, which, you know, to me it sounded like Russell Westbrook was really struggling with fighting back some tears. And, again, it was just another showcase of Russell Westbrook's human side, which is always a good thing to see when he decides to let us in as the media and as the public. Um, But you could certainly tell... He was incredibly appreciative, not just the tribute video, not just the fan bases uh, showering of love and appreciation and emotion for him when he took the floor, but just the entire event as it was, uh, being back at Chesapeake Energy Arena, uh, seeing old teammates, old coaches, uh, seeing old familiar faces in the crowd, uh, seeing Clay Bennett, you know, all those things really meant the world to Russell Westbrook, and it's good that the Thunder as a franchise, you know, they're, they're, and they're in a process of moving forward beyond the Russell Westbrook years, but they can still look back on the era that was Russell Westbrook and look back at it fondly. And again, I think at some point the Thunder will be able to do that with Kevin Durant. And I know if you're listening to this right now, you're just probably screaming at your iPod or your iPhone or whatever you're listening to this podcast on. I'm sure you're just going, no, I don't want to ever remember Kevin Durant fondly, but it, From my standpoint as a fan of basketball and as a native Oklahoman, I hope that at some point we can look back on those years and those games and those seasons with some good memories. And that that will come, you know, years down the road. And Kevin Durant has to do his part to make sure that that happens if he so chooses that to happen. But for Russell Westbrook's standpoint, um, it's certainly that right now. And Russell Westbrook is still playing at a high level for the Houston Rockets. But the Thunder do win against the Houston Rockets, beat the crap out of them. Chris Paul showed out. Shea Gillis-Alexander showed out. Everybody showed out. It was a good game, a well-played game by the Thunder. Probably the best game that they've ever played all season. Uh, but before we get any further, because the Thunder did follow it up with quite a disappointing loss to the L.A. Lakers, I did want to play some uh, Russell Westbrook audio for those that may have missed some of the stuff that he said, because I know a lot of the same video kind of circulated over Twitter. So let's get some Russell Westbrook audio out of the way. Oh man, it's, you know, it's, it's some things you can't put into words just because I've been there for <clears throat> so long and uh, so many great memories, great people, obviously the best fans <clears throat> in the world because they they come with it and tonight they, they came with it. And organization, excuse me, the organization, Sam, Mr. Bennett, you know, they do an amazing job of just making you feel home, and I feel like I was home. Did you feel, feel kind of weird going, you know, going into that visitor's locker room instead of the home locker room this time? Or? Yeah, of course, but I've never been in there. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, definitely the whole thing is a little weird coming into the building, going there, and even going through that tunnel. Um, but... Once I got back on the court, I felt like I was back, you know, doing the same thing I've always been doing the last few years. And that wasn't even the most important thing from the post-game interview with Russell Westbrook. No, no, no. It was this. Russ, after the game, you were over and played Bennett a hug. Uh, I think Aubrey's widow as well. What, what made you decide that's something you wanted to do? Um, Mr. Bennett's done a lot for me and my family. He has done things that uh, 
go unnoticed. He's always <clears throat> very, very supportive of anything I've ever done for the city. Um, while I was here in Oklahoma, um, the fans here, the people, um, they never did me no wrong. I have nothing, um, no bad blood and nothing here in the city from no fans, no nobody in the organization, uh, because they gave me all they have and I gave them all I had. He answered Barry Trammell's question. So you know Russell was in kind of a good mood. I mean, he's probably not happy that the, the Rockets lost, but he was certainly in a mood worthy enough to answer Barry Trammell's question. So I'm so glad I got Barry Trammell on the podcast last week. It worked out perfectly. And I guess another little observation about the postgame with Russ. You know, it was actually kind of odd. Like the whole postgame was odd. So in the regular season, you know, Billy Donovan always talks at the podium in the press conference room back over by the locker room and through the tunnel. Um, so if for some reason, if you're ever sitting around the thunder bench or around the tunnel where they walk through in and out of the court, um, off the floor and you see me scurrying through that tunnel, um, you see my silly hair flopping as I'm trying to hurry to the press conference room. That's where I'm going. I'm going to go to the press conference room to go talk to Billy. And then after he's done, we go into the locker room to go talk to the players in the postseason, they change it up because they understand that content is important and they put players at the podium, uh, both Thunder and opposing players, uh, for NBA TV and ESPN and TNT cameras to enjoy. Um, so it, it, rare, it doesn't really happen in the regular season. Not since I've been covering the Thunder do they put a player at the podium for a regular season game. But for tonight, for that night, since it was a, a unique night, uh, we talked to Billy and then we quickly got told by Thunder and Rockets PR that Russell was going to be coming to the podium to give his post game interview. And then the Thunder PR said, well, we'll go ahead and bring out Chris Paul and Danilo Gallinari as well to the post game. So it had like a playoff atmosphere. I mean, not just the fan base in Chesapeake energy, energy arena being loud. Uh, it just had that playoff feel just from the standpoint of from a media media perspective, uh, we got to talk to players at the podium, so that was that. And then also, it was just kind of weird to see Russell Westbrook sitting up against an Oklahoma City Thunder backdrop, because again, this is the Thunder's arena, obviously, but it, it was just kind of a surreal moment. The last time we talked to Russell Westbrook, it was exit interviews, and the thought that the Thunder would trade either him or Paul George was just kind of the furthest thing from your mind, from my mind. And just a few months later, over 100 days later, he's with the Houston Rockets, and it's so ingrained in us already that he's gone, that he's not a part of the Thunder moving forward, that seeing him up against a backdrop bearing the Oklahoma City Thunder logo is weird to me. And I kind of go back to something that Steve Kerr said um, to us pregame before uh, the second Golden State game that the Thunder played in Oklahoma City. Not the one where they destroyed him, but the one where D'Angelo Russell went off in the third and the Thunder had to win a tightly contested game in the fourth quarter in Oklahoma City. I believe that was on October 28th. But Steve Kerr basically said, like, the NBA, it, it's silly how fast it moves. And he kind of talked about, well, the Thunder were one thing a few years ago, and now look at them. We were one th another thing a few years ago, now look at us. I mean, it, it's true. This, this league moves so quickly, and... Uh, the Thunder are trying to quickly move into their own new process while Russ Westbrook is trying to get the Rockets recalibrated as much as he can. Um, <laughs> again, he had the best night that night, 34 points. James Harden was awful. P.J. Tucker was a no-show. You know, Eric Gordon, uh, just just bad, a bad basketball game. But the Thunder really 
earned the right for the Rockets to play a bad basketball game because uh, Terrence Ferguson worked on the defensive end. Steven Adams worked on the defensive end. Shea Gilles Alexander got going scoring. It, it was overall a great, probably the best showing that the Thunder have played all season. Now, they, they've had wider margins of victory, I'm sure. But, you know, you're not going to write home about beating the Golden State Warriors this year. You're not going to write home about beating the Chicago Bulls when you're down 26 this year. Beating the Rockets, a team that was higher in the Western Conference standings, a team that, that's, that's better than Oklahoma City, quite frankly, from a talent standpoint, certainly something to write home about. And before we get any further, I wanted to talk to you guys about... It's the new year. Everybody's try, Everybody's concerned with trying to get into better shape and all that stuff. I know I certainly am. But to get fit in 2020, you don't have to join a gym or pay a ton of overpriced fitness equipment. The best way to get in the best shape of your life is with Echelon. Go to echelonfit.com to discover the EX1 connected fitness bikes that offer a high quality at-home cycling experience at less than half the price of a Peloton. Echelon makes beautifully engineered products for everyone. Busy moms and dads, first responders, elite athletes, silly podcasters, silly media people, whatever your activity level, they've got the stuff for you. And the daily live, with daily live and on-demand studio classes right in your home, you'll never have to step foot in a gym. You'll love you'll love Echelon, but if you aren't 100% satisfied, we'll give you your money back. Join the hundreds of thousands of men and women who are getting fit with Echelon. Don't pay a ton for Peloton. Buy an Echelon bike today for under $1,000. Go to echelonfit.com. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com slash locked on NBA, L-O-N-B-A, to learn about their limited time free app free Apple iPad and complete details from this exclusive offer. Echelon, it's your time. That again, that's E C H E L O N fit.com slash L O M B A. Echelonfit.com slash L O M B A. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Welcome back to the Locked on Thunder podcast with Brady Trantham. What do you know it? The Thunder follow-up, probably their best game of the season, their best performance with... One of their worst performances. Now, they weren't blown out like they were blown out against the Indiana Pacers or the Portland Trailblazers uh, in the first road game in Portland. It wasn't like that. But this had to be about the first time where I really questioned the hustle of these of this Oklahoma City team. Because in those games, in the Indiana game and that Portland game that I'm talking about, Portland and Indiana just hit shots out the yin-yang. And sometimes that's going to happen. There's 82 of these things. Sometimes you're just going to play an opponent that's collectively hot. And no matter how hard you run, how far you jump, how much you hustle, there's just not that much you can do when someone's just simply hot. 
uh, this particular evening, it wasn't like the Lakers weren't hot. They were certainly hot, but they were also getting so many rebounds. They were dominating the Thunder on the defensive glass and the offensive glass. Just every little hustle stat went the Lakers' way. And again, this was a game that was played without LeBron James and Anthony Davis and Danny Green, and the Thunder still went out there and put out a stinker. Now, the Thunder did a good job of rebounding after that first quarter. The Lakers outscored the Thunder 41-19. to uh, the Thunder outscored them the rest of the way, but when you get outscored 41 to 19, if the Thunder had been outscored 41 to 24, 26, which is still bad, you don't want to give up 40 points in the quarter, but it it gives you a little bit more wiggle room if you were able to rebound and start hitting shots and start getting some stops on the defensive end. The Thunder were able to do that, and they made it interesting late. I believe they got it down to. Uh, I think I want to say six points or so. It, it got interesting, and in have no doubt, even I was sitting there in the first quarter um, watching the game, going, eh, it's, "I'm not convinced that this team is dead." Uh, no LeBron James, no Danny Green, no Anthony Davis. The Thunder can certainly come back. They just were never able to because that first quarter was so bad. Kyle Kuzma feasted, fit 36 points. Rajon Rondo looked like old Rajon Rondo, um, as in younger Rajon Rondo, I should clarify. 21 points, 12 rebounds, almost was two assists away from a triple-double. And then the Thunder, the Thunder just got death by a thousand paper cuts. I mean, you just look at the fun, the Lakers bench. Dwight Howard had 12 and 14. Troy Daniels had 12. Quinn Cook had 13 and hit big shots. Alex Caruso, former Oklahoma City Blue guy, hit had 11 points. Just too many, too many lapses either off the glass on the glass or on defense. And the Thunder leave the floor with a record of 22 and 17. But they don't necessarily lose any ground in the Western Conference. They're 22 and 17, uh, just behind the six seed Dallas Mavericks at 24 and 15. The LA Clippers are 27 and 13 with the fifth seed. The Houston Rockets 26 and 12, and the four seed Utah's 27 and 12. Denver's 27 and 12 with the two seed, and then of course the Lakers 32 and 7. Really, really good. Even without LeBron James, the Thunder. Very much had the seventh seed. I don't want to say locked up at this point, but they have a comfortable lead ahead of the eight seeded currently Memphis Grizzlies, eighteen and twenty-two. But it feels like every other day I look at this, at these standings, it's either San Antonio, Memphis, Phoenix, Portland, uh, even Minnesota at fifteen and twenty-three. Who the Thunder play tonight? And we'll talk about that in a second. One of those five or six teams just kind of interchanges at the eight seed. So the Thunder just keep winning at a relatively normal pace. They will be in the playoffs if this roster remains intact. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Now, something to look forward to, and I'm curious... I'm I'm really wondering if a lot of the goodwill that the Thunder have got over the last month and a half where they've had the second best record since Thanksgiving. And look, they they've beaten some good teams, no doubt. 
But you look at some of those teams that they've beaten. They beat Toronto without Pascal Siakam and Marc Gasol. They beat the L.A. Clippers in Oklahoma City without Kawhi Leonard. And, you know, if other teams are going to sit their guys or if other teams are going to have injuries, I mean, the Thunder aren't going to feel sorry for you. I mean, the Thunder have had plenty of injuries, um, unfortunately timed injuries in their history. It's just a part of the game. And if other teams are wanting to sit guys because of load management, then, okay, that's, that's the way they want to play it. But... You add that to the fact that the Thunder were down 26 and 24 to Memphis and Chicago before winning those games. I mean, this this last month and a half could have looked fairly different if a few things had gone the other way. Now, to the Thunder's credit, it went their way, and they earned it going their way. But I'm really curious, did the Thunder peak, and this is a hot take question, but it's it just seems like such a a drastic change in what we've seen because like, like I said, I questioned the hustle of that team that night. Now they could have very well just had a bad night. Um, a plethora of reasons could have played into that performance, but I'm really curious because the Thunder schedule moving forward, it, it's not that easy. I mean, they've got Minnesota tonight on the road. Then they've got a three game home stand against the Raptors who will probably have Pascal Siakam back the Miami heat who are one of the better teams in the Eastern conference and then the second night of a back-to-back on Saturday against Portland. Win- some winnable games in there, yes, but then they go on the road to take on Houston. Going to be tough. Orlando. I mean, Orlando is basically a G League team, but again, any any win for this Thunder team would be a good win, and any loss would be just kind of like, well, I mean, that's just how the roster is constructed before Trey Young comes back to Oklahoma Friday on J- January 24th. So winnable games, yes, but... I'm really curious at this from this point on what did this what does this Thunder team do? Were they just simply hot over the last month and a half or was that really what they were? I think we're going to find out tonight fairly quickly uh, without Carl Anthony Towns playing against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Are they going to go out there and just say, "Well, one of their best players is not on the floor. We've got this in the bag." That reminds me of a Russell Westbrook led Thunder team. That Lakers loss reminded me of a Russell Westbrook led team because how many times did we see that Thunder team go up against somebody that was just as good as them, but they didn't have their best player, and then the Thunder would throw out a stinker. So maybe it was just an outlier. Maybe the month and a half winning 13 out of 17 games was the outlier. We will find out soon enough. And like I said, the Thunder do take on the Timberwolves tonight in Minnesota. First game in Minnesota this year. They will have Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins did not play in the first matchup against Oklahoma City when Chris Paul famously knew the rules and it helped the Thunder win a game that they should have lost in overtime. But they won't have Carl Anthony Towns, which is, of course, a good thing because Carl Anthony Towns is a very tough matchup for anybody in the league, but he's a pretty tough matchup for Steven Adams. But no Carl Anthony Towns, you got to think that that's an obviously that's an advantage for the Thunder. I'm just really curious to see like how quickly this team gets that bad taste of that Lakers loss out of their mouth. Um, I, I don't think that that um, month and a half was an outlier. I think that they got lucky in some aspects, but I think overall this is a this is a pretty good team. They're about right where they should be, the seventh seed, and being able to threaten for the sixth, possibly even the fifth seed if they go on another uh, 13 and 17 game winning streak stretch. If they can do that. That'll be fine, but. Um, they definitely have to go in, go into Minnesota tonight and take care of business. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. I really appreciate it. Apologies once again for no Friday episode. Some days I'm just going to be a little bit busier than normal. Uh, practices, charity events, games, 
uh, franchise stuff that I have to do. Like, uh, for instance, this week I'm on the franchise morning show from 5.30 till 9, uh, Monday through Friday. I'm filling in for Mike Steely. Uh, we talked some Thunder stuff today. We, we're talking a lot of NFL stuff, college football playoff, college football championship is tonight. Um, but we did talk Thunder stuff, of course, because I'm the Thunder Insider, so we got to talk about Thunder basketball. So if you're up and driving around, going to work, or what have you, tune in to 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa to The Franchise Morning Show. I'm doing it with Eddie Radosevich, Andrew Gilman, Jesse Stone. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy doing that show, but it is early. I got to wake up at four, so... I'm trying my best to get these podcasts out, but there might be some days where I'm just, I'm busy or I'm tired, but I will do my best to get it out for you. But everybody, thank you so, so much for listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Tune into the post game show tonight with Madison Morris, Ryan Chapman, and Matt Bur- Burton on 107.7 The Franchise. And we will talk about that, either that win or that loss tomorrow. See y'all later. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.